This is the Connected Calm Life. And before we begin, I want you to know, I just let this episode rip. It's au natural. Enjoy it. Have fun with it. And remember to jump into the new community, members.connectedcalmlife.com. I'm thrilled you're with me. Happy New Year. So move this thing. Oh, move the mic to me. Move the mic to you. That's so smart. That's why it's your show. (laughs) You're smart. How about that? Does that work? That's my Bill Clinton impression. (laughs) Um, okay, here we on. (laughs) I'm like, hey, I'm Retta Rowland, and we're here on the Connected Calm Life. Hello, my friends. It's good to be with you, Retta. Loving you so much. Oh, it's going to be, this is going to be an epic, epic show. Happy New Year's Eve. Happy New Year's Eve, people. We're closing it out, closing it down. Yeah, this is really, it's good to close out this year. I'm I'm so grateful. Oh, God. Uh, If you're new to this podcast, welcome. So grateful that you have put Retta and myself into your ears (laughs) and that you're going to listen and hang out with us for a while. It is a Friday episode where I have a co-host. Mondays, I do a little, my own kind of blah, blah, blah. Wednesdays, I focus on creating practices for you to bring you home to yourself so you can be more connected and calm. My name is Lane Kennedy. I am your calm coach. And today we're talking about closing out this year we're going to talk about uh, a little bit about a recovery, a little about our soul's journey. If you haven't listened to episode 61 with Retta, I'm going to say stop right now and go back and listen to that one because then you'll get the full experience. Uh, Retta's been on the show already as a co-host and I'm really grateful to have her again. Retta, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this thing. Let's do it. Uh, okay. So what's happening with, as we, for you, what's happening as you close out the year? I mean, for me, there's like, I'm so excited about closing out this year, but tell me about you. Yeah, I'm, um, I am ready to close this one out. Um, there's a lot going on astrologically, as you know, and, and although my expertise is not in the mundane in what's happening in the astrological weather, I focus on what's going on with the individual. What are your soul's lessons? But I still can't help but look at the weather, right? Because that is going to trigger certain things and lessons in each of us. So that's end of the year. It really, it has really ended with a bang. This revolutionary energy is strong. This energy of it's time to wake up. And a third big theme is this radical shift in values. And that's what I see most in my clients and, and people coming to talk to me, work with me, is they want to they want to do work and live their lives more aligned with values. Amen. <laughs> uh, okay. So when I work with somebody, that's the first area that we dive into. Yeah. And I love that there's a, sh- that, like, there's a shift of awareness around this single topic. 
And I always talk about if you don't have your values set, your life is going to be a disaster. I, I mean, it's like, I don't know how else to say that. It's not very eloquent, but mm-hmm. if the values are all over the place, or if you're not even familiar with what the values are of your life, then there's no attracting or creating or manifesting the life that you are here to live. Right, like, right. Yeah, exactly. It's this sort of aimless, aimless floating about going to the next thing that just whatever's popping up. So it becomes kind of a um, more of a reactionary existence, not um, you're pointing your ship in a certain direction and um, or following the flow. That maybe that's really it too. When it's so much um, when in a reactionary mode, then it's you're cut off from your own inner knowing or a higher power, whichever the phrase you like to use. And then if you you need something to anchor with, and the values are such a great great thing to anchor to. So you also talked about waking up, waking up, mm-hmm. and I see that as well. I see there's a whole shift in women right now, changing the way they want to be seen, heard, known, uh, how they want to work in their world. Mm-hmm. I freaking love this. It's time. I'm mm-hmm. I'm done. Right? Like I'm done. <laughs> I was just so time. I'm, it's so time. I was just having this conversation about uh, the police force and mm-hmm. about women on the force and how you know, they're neglected and they're, they're not seen. And this is just one little microcosm, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I, th- I look at the world as like different little circles. <laughs> yeah. And that's only one little section in one city amongst a global community. Yeah. Right. And they're sick of it. They're like, we need to change this, you know? Mm-hmm. So how are you seeing this? with where you're at and what's going on? Um, I'm seeing it in who comes to me are typically um, people in the corporate world. They're executives or maybe they own their own business, but women who are working and are exhausted. And specifically in, if they're in a corporate situation, there is this, um, it's seeming like they're just reacting. They're trying to hit deadlines. They're asked to do more and more work. There's less and less true collaboration. People are leaving jobs. They can't fill the position. So then that means as the director or VP, that person ends up having to take on, just taking on more and more work. And then there becomes this, they get just, this thinking of a couple of people have in mind, they come to me because they're tired, burnt out, and they've forgotten, like, why am I doing this job anyway? Does this matter? And it's, they're to such a point of a overextension that they've forgotten. You know, they need, they need a timeout. You know, they need to call, they need some calm in their life first, yes. right? Let's start, let's calm down. And and let let all the thinking and all that going on settle, and then then they can remember, remind them of values. If that's that was a long answer, did I hit the hit the question? I think I. Hit I, I think you it. did. I think you did. I, it's it's like I see 
ladies, ladies who come to me, they're in that mm-hmm. same situation where they're exhausted, they're burnt, they're fried. COVID, yeah. you know, just COVID uh, has wrecked yeah. us. COVID has mm-hmm. wrecked us. And it's, yeah. it's as we close out this year, I keep thinking about ev- evolution, like evolving mm-hmm. to your next highest purpose. And as women in recovery or on an emotional wellness journey, it's looking at what are the next things that I want to do in my life. And I know that you and I have gone over my chart. Yes. And (laughs) we talked about uh, my sun sign, which for those of you who don't know, I am a cancer. My sun sign is cancer, but I don't feel like a cancer. Mm -hmm. I'm always just like, oh God, Mm -hmm. (laughs) no. But, but I feel like I'm like stepping into this evolution of caring more deeply. Yeah. And like, that's the next part of my journey, so to speak. And it feels really good as I close out 2021, uh, just like, let's just shut this book and put it on the shelf. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't need to remember it for a while. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> the past two years, but I want to yeah. go into 2022 with like lights on it's showtime. The game is on. Am I, am I like wrong or not wrong, but are we going into, I feel like the stage is being set for all women or those who are wanting to wake up for showtime. Like let's do it. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm doing a dance for those of you. This yeah. is audio. That's a good move right there. I don't do that. I'm doing it too. I'm trying to I'm mimicking the, Ooh. So um, yes, yes, yes. And yes. And yes. So where that's playing out in, in the cosmos, um, which is in the cycle of Saturn, the planet that represents authority, the rules, the patriarchy, um, all tradition and conservative. So it can, you know, it's, it's not all bad, but I'm trying to paint a wider picture. It's a wall. And it is meeting in a um, 90 degree angle. So picture like they're at a four way stop. And Saturn and Uranus, the planet of discord, rebellion, revolution, it's time to shake stuff up, are at this four way stop at that 90 degree angle. Does that make sense? So they're not across from each other. And they're waiting like, who's, we're gonna, they're gonna go into that intersection at the same time and hit it. Hit. And so it's a, it's not a smooth interaction, you know, someone's T-boning someone else sort of. And so, so we've got the wall being hit by revolution, discord, progress. Um, It's the old versus the new. And what that means, how it shows up in our community is it's all those who felt like they've been left out. They've been kept outside of the gate are now in a situation of like, they're knocking on the door to say, let me in, let me have a seat. And some people might knock and some people might protest and some people might bash the wall down. And we're seeing that all around, right? In, in lots of ways. And so you see it playing out in the news. And then, you know, if someone comes to me, I look at where is it in your chart? And what this means is where in your chart do you need to like commit and dig in with integrity? That's Saturn. Where is it? The other place, where's Uranus in your chart? And that's like, where do you need to wake up? Where are things, where do you need to make a change and be more true to who you are? Like, let your freak flag fly. 
That right there makes me so happy. (laughs) And I don't know why, but I get so excited about like, let's just put our weird on. And for women in recovery, that can be a little bit hard, right? We're like kind of, okay, we're, we're going to just go down this path and we're going to get sober and we're going to live this life. And we're just going to be right, left, right, left, right, left. And now it's almost as if like there's permission to Mm -hmm. do my happy dance every day for my husband, you know, like, like, come on, baby. Like, (laughs) I don't know. There's a, there's a really a great shift and it's an invitation for everyone listening. You know, as we go into this new year, like let's, let's show our flag whatever that yeah. flag is. And I think mm-hmm. I want to make that a little challenge for our listeners mm-hmm. Yeah, to create a flag. Like, what does it look like? Draw it out. Mm-hmm. What do you stand for? You yeah. know, what colors are, you know, what colors, where is it going to be? How are you going to see it every day? Uh, and send me a picture of it. I want to see it. Yeah. Retta wants to see it. Yeah. And I think I that would be really good. Uh, yeah. Recovery can get a little hum drum let's just face it sometimes mm-hmm. it's like here i am yeah. again right right it's it's been like that for you yeah. right left right left yeah yeah i've hit i definitely have hit hit those kind of spots and um and it is it's feeling like um well sometimes i get into this quid pro quo i did all this i'm doing all this where's my Cash and prizes. That's what they used to call it in LA when I got sober in the 2000s. Cash and prizes and a picket fence. I thought, this is, why do all these people want picket fences? They should move back to the South. Um, anywho, some years later now, I, I, I understand it. Uh, you know, I mean, it was a metaphor. Um, and yeah, yeah, I can do that. I can do that too. And then, you know, I know what I need to do is like recommit, get more involved. Um, but, but yeah, it can get that way. And this year, and I think the, the pandemic has really brought in this air energy of languishing because it's, you know, like it's the same day. It's Groundhog Day. It's been the same day for like 700 days, right? It's yeah. like, forget it. I can't even like see straight anymore. Yeah. It's been consistent in that it's been terrifying. You know, there's been some days that I've been terrified and then that consistency morphed into less terrifying to stress, to managing stress, to, oh, we're okay. No, we're not. Right? Like there's just been constant stress for the last yeah. 700 days or whatever it's been. It's like, it's really... So I think there's something about like changing you know, the direction changing our thinking and using this energy as we close out the year, right? Like put it to bed Mm -hmm. and start new, start new, start new. Yeah. And we do have, um, you know, a couple things helping us here. As we close out the year, um, Venus is going to go retrograde, which is not that big a deal. I mean, Venus goes retrograde every year and a half. Um, and so, so it's not, that's not what's unusual about it, but what's unusual about it is because of how it's, it's going forward and then it backs up and then it goes forward again. It's going to stay in the sign of Capricorn for four months. That's unusual. 
because Venus is usually, she's like about four weeks in each sign. So anyhow, what all this means is while she's retrograding, that's a time for us to reevaluate our values, to take a radical look at what matters to us. Um, and it's going to start on December the 19th. And I'm doing a quick run here to see when it ends, pulling it up on my computer. So it, so it already um, started. Uh, December 19th. It started so, December 19th. So, yes. Oh, that's right. It has already started. What day am I in? And so, um, and so it gave us this period of time to reevaluate and... And it's going to go through January. All right. I got to pause. I can't do two things at one time. Okay. Um, so as you do that, mm-hmm. I'm going to chat about this, I, this idea around reevaluating where we're at in our sober life, right? Because a lot of times, like I was just saying a minute ago, we, get, um, we go down this track and we're just right foot, left foot getting through our lives, and what, what I'm feeling is an emergence, is this kind of nudge or push that's asking me to let go of anything that doesn't work in my life anymore, which is strange because I like to hold on to things. <laughs> not, I'm not a hoarder, but I like to just keep things and I like things to be uh, organized and I like routines. But for me, what's happening is that I'm being asked to reevaluate what matters, let go of things, and to change or shift it up. So when I do this happy dance every day for my husband, and he's like, you weirdo, weirdo. <laughs> I, at first, I'm like, okay, that hurt my feelings. I didn't say that to him. I just like took it in. And then the next day, I did it again. I said, here's my happy dance. He's like, oh. I'm like, I'm just going to keep doing my happy dance until you do a happy dance back. And so I'm just, I'm just doing it now, right? I'm just in the motion. I'm reevaluating. Um, one of my personal values is playfulness. And mm-hmm. I forgot. It's, it's like, because I've been in the COVID warp, I forgot how to play. Uh, you know, so Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm like, Oh, that's a, that's really important for me to play and to have a playful spirit. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just going to keep going. (laughs) I'm just going to like, because that matters to me. Yeah. It matters to me to be around people who are playful or for me to be playful. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you're listening to this, you know, reevaluating what's important to you and sharing it with those around you and see what happens. Yeah, like, like my husband's like, oh, you're such a yeah. freak. <laughs> and that actually, I mean, that is the indication, all right, I did the right move. Because it, when you're letting your freak flag fly, if everybody's applauding and everybody thinks it's great, then it's like, mm, I didn't go weird enough. I need somebody scratching their hand. I need somebody going, I did not see that coming. Right? Yeah. That's how yeah. you know. You've yeah. stepped out. You've, you're being really weird. And in, in the it's courageous. It's courageous. Yeah. It's courageous authenticity. Yeah. So you're not doing something just for shock value. So that's, that's also what there, there's a fine line. And sometimes you got to play with it to find, find what it is. And 
you know, like if I'm help looking at the chart, I can see, oh, it's this area of life that actually, that's, that's kind of stalled out. It needs a wake up. What might that be for you in this area? And, um, you know, so for me, it's in the first house of how you lead your life. And it's been in there a while. It's been there many years. So I knew for me, it meant coming out more publicly as an astrologer. And, um, you know, shifting careers and, and, and saying, yes, I'm an astrologer. That's a scary yes. thing to say. <laughs> it was terrifying for me to say. Coming you know, from as corporate. we talked about in the last one, you know, uh-huh. I came from, I've got an MBA. I did the corporate thing. It's, I like spreadsheets and, mm-hmm. and I, I still do. So I also still like spreadsheets and, and project planning and analysis. And I love looking at the mystery of the world through the symbols of planetary archetypes. I like both. I think that's what long-term sobriety allows us, or I don't want to say long-term sobriety Mm -hmm. or being on an emotional wellness journey, being open to discover like the possibilities, right? Like Mm -hmm. what your soul's calling. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And it's this, uh, the soul's role I've been playing with that. I love saying that. Soul's role. What role are you here to play? And, and it was, I, I thought, I used to think there was just one role. And, you know, there's so many. We get to do lots of things, you know, like you do. Think of all, all the different roles you play. Podcaster, coach, meditator. Mother. Mother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sober woman. Um, you know, and that's, that's another thing. I've had people come to me and they can't figure out how to blend all their stuff together. I have a woman who's done stand up, feng shui, Chinese medicine, astrology, um, all kinds of coaching courses and, uh, oh, interior design. And it's like, well, and she felt like she needed to pick one. She's like, I got to pick one. I got to pick one. It's like, mm-hmm. Why don't you just each day pick, you know, today you might be using these mm-hmm. two or three and tomorrow. And it's, um, you don't have to pick just one. No, I think that's the beauty of where we're at in our culture and our world is that we no longer have to be at that corporate job for 50 years. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I, I think the millennials, I mean, I'm outing myself here, but I think they really have a handle on that. You know, mm-hmm. these younger generations where they know that they're going to be multitasking and multi-jobbing mm-hmm. in their life. Uh, and that's powerful to have so many different skill sets yeah. and to be able to share all of those different skill sets in the world. Mm-hmm. Because it took me a lot, like it's taken me a long time <laughs> to kind of figure that out where I can like, oh, I can do this. And I like, oh, I can be an entrepreneur and I can make a lot of money and mm-hmm. I can make those spreadsheets and documents, but then, oh, I can be spiritual too. Mm-hmm. Like, and they go hand in hand. Like yeah. that like blows my mind a little bit still yeah. thinking about that. That one, that one is, and it's, um, it's kind of, yeah, it has really evolved. And, um, Oh, I just had a new idea. Yes. Um, what what I wanted to say is going to help us this year. Back to that when mm-hmm. we're evaluating, yes, reevaluating values. Okay. 
that lasts through January 29th. So if you're noticing that um, it's just a, that, plus here's the other thing, the big helper, Jupiter, the planet of gifts and faith. And it's like the Santa Claus. It expands everything it touches. It is finally moving into the sign of Pisces, which is time to dream, people. It's time to vision. It's been in the sign of Aquarius, which is adding to this fast-paced, revolutionary, um, kind of just ruckus energy, in a sense. And now moving into Pisces, it's it's, it's more peaceful. It's about imagining, about visioning. And this is where it's really... It's going to be okay to do your year ahead vision a little bit later this year. I would even say just wait till that first week of January to do it. Mm-hmm. I love that yes. so much. Uh, yes. I love that so much because I have a, a group program, a group coaching program called Evolution U, and oh, yeah. we kick it off in the first week of January, right? And one of the first things that I do is this kind of vision for the, yeah, I I do three, six, nine, 12 months. And having that Pisces energy, Mm -hmm. I think is really going to help. Yeah. This whole process. I didn't know that. So I guess I'm on target (laughs) with what I'm, with what I'm preparing for, uh, you know, the women who search me out and find me to coach them. That's really yeah, cool. That's, yeah. I think a lot of people, if they're in tune, you're already getting the, you're feeling the energy anyway. Mm-hmm. The astrology mm-hmm. is just telling you, it's kind of confirming the energy right. you're feeling. Um, but I remember that's, I think that's the thing I'm most excited about for next year and having a lot more of the planets moving forward. That's going to help too. That's going to kind of pick, it's just picking up, Getting us out of this languishing energy. Oh, it's so heavy. Gonna, um, <laughs> so done with it. <laughs> you know, it'll still be, you know, the pace is still going to be fast. We've moved into this era of air. And it's mm. a 200-year cycle where it's all about information, progress, <sighs> quality. No. It's just going to, it's going to speed up and speed up. Um, That's so, so, it's so harmful. More. It's so mm. harmful. So we're going to have to make a conscious effort to be calm, mm-hmm. to have a practice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to take, yeah, I think it's just going to take more thought and mindfulness and planning. It's going to take effort. Effort. It's going there to take, go. dis- it's discipline, mm-hmm. right? Discipline. And for people that are in recovery, that's sometimes challenging yeah. <laughs> to find that, yeah. like that discipline. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is what is going to be needed because I was thinking about my son who I've talked about before, 12 years old, seventh grade, and how he is on a device all the time. And I, I don't let him play games, but he's on, you know, an audio, like a, a reader, like, and I force him to read books, but he's on a, a reader. He puts on his headphones and listens to podcasts. He watches TV, right? So, I think about just the information overload that he is constantly going. And so I've had to set up parameters for him. So he's not engaged so heavily like a lot of children are these days. And he fights me on it. It's hard Mm -hmm. for him because he doesn't understand like why his friends get to do it and he doesn't get to do it. 
but this Aries, now that you're talking about it, I'm like, that mm-hmm. is what it's from. It's yeah. our whole society is being pushed mm-hmm. to live this way. And my job as a mindful parent is to help him see that that is not going to be the end all be all that he can read a book, right? He can actually mm-hmm. get a, like, I have, he's got a library in his room, seriously, you know, like he can, <laughs> he can listen to a podcast on a speaker, not on his head. Right. Mm-hmm. So I've had to really kind of navigate this. It's been very challenging. And for myself, I've set hard deadlines or hard, not deadlines, hard timeouts. Like I'm not going to be on the computer and my work is on the computer. I see my people, I practice, I, mm-hmm. all of it. So that's been, it's been really interesting to navigate through COVID, you know, being on meetings, yeah. going to mutual aid meetings. Mm-hmm. It's been <clears throat> really challenging to stay focused when I can check my email. <laughs> I can be working on a document in the back. When in reality, if I were actually at a mutual aid meeting, I would just be sitting there doing absolutely nothing. My brain would have rest time when you're in person. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's uh, this Aries thing is, I don't know if I'm on board with it. I mean, I love the Aries energy, but when I look at it as a whole, it kind of makes me uncomfortortable, honestly. Yeah. And it is, and it's an, it's an era of air, A-I-R, air. And we go through the four elements. And so you spend it, 200 years in each one um we've just come out of 200 years of earth and that's where we built all these structures and rules and hierarchy and um, roads and banking system and now this air and you can see also sorry i was just thinking also about how where like greenpeace came into play right like Mm -hmm. all the earth alliance organizations came on and like we have to take care of the earth and now that's kind of like stopped like I've noticed this because yeah. I'm one of those people <laughs> that's really into the earth. Well, it should actually pick up the the movement, the the movement of it, the social activation that should increase for people like Greenpeace during this 200 years because people are waking up and if as we have more equality like everybody gets a seat at the table mm-hmm. um and that's where with women we've been talking about before as we get to people hear more from women and there's a greater focus on the feminine things like collaborating and nurturing and thinking about our, the decisions that are made and thinking like, well, how does that affect everyone? How would that affect? Like, let's go three steps out. Who does that affect? Which is, more, you know, that's more of a woman, the feminine way of thinking. So that is on the up. So that's a good thing about this We need era. that. Yeah, we, we need that. And then that's also going to take care of the earth. And um, and it is, sometimes I feel like, oh gosh, we put so much on the women to do, but it's, um, you know, that's just- We can handle it though. We can handle it. Women can <laughs> handle it. Like it's, it's let's, let's like an ace and ace. Women can yes. handle it. And if they get to do it in the feminine way, I think where we get burnt out is when women are trying to act like men and we have both, we have feminine and masculine. I don't, I want to make sure I'm 
being clear about this. Yes, yes. I know we have both both sides within us. It's in the corporate world where we've been asked to to suppress the feminine and really just go all masculine. It's all competitive. Mm-hmm. It's win. It's a zero-sum game. Who talks the loudest is the one who's heard at the meeting. And, um, and, and sometimes, you know, you need this decisive energy in, in meetings and in business. I get that. But we've got to find a way for the feminine to have an equal standing, equal energy, or we're all going to be burnt out and the earth is going to be dead. The earth is dying. <laughs> oh my God. That's so glum. That's glum. Yeah. No, we can't. We can't. We got to move on. <laughs> yeah. Move on for that. Is that too much? You're gonna that, that was that? a little too much. That was a little Get too that much. that in post. <laughs> it's why, that was my pitch for why women have to be heard more. <laughs> because the earth is, is going to die. Earth is going to die. Oh my God. No, I'm not a scientist. Yeah, no, this is just for fun and entertainment. That's Mm -hmm. what this podcast is all about today. It is New Year's Eve. And what are you going to do for your New Year's Eve tonight? I think I'm doing it. (laughs) This is it. (laughs) This is it, man. Talking to you. What would be better? How, How would I ever come up with something better than this? I know this is it. I mean, that's, that's it, right? Sometimes like just being in the moment, just going back to the mindful moments is all that really matters. I was recently reflecting on like all the really great sober women that I know and how my life has evolved and how I can't imagine like not having that crew Mm -hmm. of, you know, women. Um, I would say men too, but I'm really focused on like women right now in my sober Mm -hmm. life. Uh, But yeah, and you're one of them, right? It's like, I'm super grateful for all the sober relationships that I have right now. It's pretty incredible and how I'm able to do the work that I can and share and connect. It's awesome. So for me, like New Year's Eve is just about being in the moment, being present with you. And then I'm going to call some other sober girlfriends And my family and I are, we have these uh, little sparklers and ta-da, that's it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. And it's just another day, you know? Yeah. I kind of um, get more into or honoring the solstice. That's Mm -hmm. more of a celebration for me and honoring this, the shift in the, in the, what am I trying to say? The cycles, the seasons. The, the seasons. Season. The seasons. Yeah. And the summer solstice. Summer, obvi- obviously in the summertime. But when is that? Oh, and um, I was thinking of the winter solstice we what? just okay. had on the 21st. Okay. Got it. And um, it's always, and then the summer solstice is June 21st. Yeah. Okay. Can Those I... are your days of celebration. Yes. I um, like it a lot. Yeah. You know, it's the longest night of the year right and then the summer solstice longest day of the year i feel like that that to me i really feel feel those (laughs) and then you know earlier you were speaking about uh your sun sign cancer and um and the the sun sun represents what you need to light to feel alive and vital and what i've been really reminded of this year 
is, I have a son in Libra. And so I need connection and socializing and mm-hmm. people. But um, I'm actually kind of introverted. So it's a little bit of a, a fine line of getting just, you know, enough socializing to stay alive. And that's where you were talking, I think somewhere earlier we were talking about if you're feeling glum or feeling low, um, I go back and look at that sun sign and go, oh, I haven't had enough people interaction. Mm-hmm. And that's something I'm thinking of now as the year is ending that, I learned that about myself in this year and and in 2020 mm-hmm. because my nature, I want to just stay in and be alone, but I need that connection. I need friends, as you were talking about, connection, mm-hmm. collaboration, and with people who are um, of my soul tribe, like mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. You know, need to stay with our people. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, and and that's something this year end. It's a good time to really, as you're looking at your values and um, what to get rid of. It's also you know thinking about relationships and people who are are draining. And it's you know they this gets where my my codependent stuff gets kicked up. They can't help it. (laughs) And maybe they can't, but I can't carry that weight. That's been a big a big lesson this year of letting go of certain relationships, really looking at the ones that feed and nurture me and leaning into those. And even at, you know, the stage of the game, like it's still something I need to do on a, taking an inventory of relationships. That is the hardest thing to do. Mm -hmm. It's so interesting because I don't like, I don't want to think about it because it just occurs like people will just slip out of my life and especially during covid yeah like my best friends have fallen out and i suddenly have new best friends mm-hmm. and it's weird to me it's really interesting and it's something to look at because yeah this is long term recovery it's like i want to keep people close to me i want to have deep relationships that i value mm-hmm. Uh, I want to hopefully feed relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So what am yeah. I what am I not doing? Why did those people go away? Why did they just fall through the colander, so to speak? You know? Yeah. Um, it's hard. It's hard to like evaluate that. Yeah, it is. And in knowing, like, and and that's one thing of working on being conscious of it. The ones that need need to drift away mm-hmm. and the ones that I want to put energy in maintaining. And, um, and I do wonder, you know, the work I do with working one-on-one and deep, kind of a deep relationship, coaching relationship that does fulfill a lot of my needs for people. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I have, um, so it's just something to be mindful of who do I want to stay in my life and, and making dates with them, you know, putting it on the calendar, which is uh, something that's after I've had weeks of like the calendar is booked with clients and it's booked, booked. I somehow don't want my social life to be booked, but (laughs) if you don't, if I don't, I lose, I don't get that time with them. So 
Yeah. I, my client, yeah, I was just thinking about that. My clients are really awesome in one way, but they don't feed me the same way as my, my girls, right? right. My, my right. tight, my juicy, yummy, sober relations. Exactly. Exactly. Because if I'm with a client, it's all about the client. I want to be there for that person. I'm deeply listening yep. and it's not, it's not a two way yep. as much. And I'm, you know, I'm totally into supporting them. I love their high-fiving on the wins and being with them on the breakdowns and like, okay. Um, but you're right. That two-way mm-hmm. relationship is, is with my soul girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's bringing me to like, what I like to do each year in the new year is come up with a word that's the theme for the year. You know, do you do that? I used to do that. I haven't done it in a couple of years. What's your year for this 2022? Well, it's coming up for me. Two words are coming up. So I might have to put them together, but it's about um, participate, mm. you know, show up, participate, and then um, consistency. Mm. So maybe I'm going to consistently participate. I like it. I like uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not to say yes to everything. Mm. No. It have to say yes with discernment. Uh, it's a good Virgo word. Virgos are learning to discern. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. What about you? Anything popping up for you? I know you've got some time. Uh, I think the word that's methodical keeps coming up for me, and I don't know why. Mm, methodical? Methodical keeps coming ah. up. And love. Ah. Oh. Yeah. <gasps> Are you going to love methodically? Yeah, I don't know. But those are the two words that or, ah. keep like showing up. Like I need to be methodical about what I'm doing right now. And I need to mm-hmm. love. I, I just need to grow my, like love is so powerful. Yeah. But I have to be able to expand my awareness of how I can love. Mm-hmm. Because I think I'm just moving through my, my, my world, right? And I'm like, yeah, oh, here I am. But I need to like really expand that love to more people. Mm-hmm. So, and maybe that's a part of my cancer thing too, right? Yeah, yeah. It's I think great it is. Mother. <laughs> you are the great mother. You are here to heal and feel your emotions and nurture mm-hmm. others through theirs. Because um, you are learning to be a cancer son learning to be the so hard so hard so hard and what's also going to help is this um venus is retrograde mm. for that period of time what was it um started back december 19th it's yeah. going to be retrograde through january 29th of yep. 2022 mm-hmm. and um that's when you're reevaluating. Uh, what you love, who you love, how you love. I like and, it. Um, yeah, and then you can change what needs to be changed, I guess. Yeah. And it's going to be easy. I think so. Yeah. I think we're going to have... this. It has been a raucous year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's still... You know, I know we're going to talk about this later. We'll have another another podcast and to talk about 2022 year ahead, but there's still some, some deep work that, that we're doing. Um, 
you know, things are coming up from the shadow to be, to be transmuted. And that's what we're seeing out, out in the world of, um, with these, the protests, I mean, like stuff with the, I'm trying to figure out how to say things without being too, uh, we're just seeing a lot of polarization. Yes. Right. Divided. Yes. Divisive. Protesting. Yes. Yeah. Divisiveness. Thank you. And I think we're going to see a little bit more of that into 2022. And the thing about it for, for us personally, I look at like where it's showing up in your chart and it comes back to that, those things of where, what do you need to commit to mm-hmm. and where do you need a revolution to wake up, to be more authentic. And, um, and then what old stories no longer serve. That's that shadow stuff I was talking about. Yeah. Um, and that, that's it. We get another, another year of that, but I think 2022 overall should be a little more gentle. Well, you're going to come back in January and we'll do a, uh, forecast. Yeah. Look ahead. So that'll, yeah, we'll do that in January. Uh, I think that's a pretty good place to wrap it up right there. It's this idea of revolution, right? Revolution and you evaluating your values, waking up to your truth. Uh, This like close this out ladies and let's bam, draw out that freak flag show it to us over on Instagram. I'm going to make mine. I am. I'm just going to be like, here's mine. Here's my flag. Okay. Here's my flag. Uh, about that. And make sure that you follow along Retta over on Instagram. Follow along uh, the journey here. Make sure to share this podcast with another woman who you think, another person, it could be a person, doesn't matter. Just share the podcast, rate and review over on iTunes. Retta, do you have any closing thoughts or was that it? (laughs) I think that was it. It's just, you know, we're going to keep calm, carry on. Yeah. And do definitely take some time in this week ahead, this first week of January to let yourself dream, dream and write it down. Yay. All right, everyone. It's been so great hanging out with you today. Happy New Year's. Thank you for closing out 2021. And here is to a bright future ahead. May you find something bright, something light and something so delicious. It fills you up so you can be the best I know you can be. Retta, thanks for hanging out. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. And that's a wrap. Thank you again for hanging out. Happy New Year. Make sure to join the community over at members.connectedcalmlife. I will see you in there. Be safe. See you in 2022. Happy New Year.